I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. When I was a young boy, my father said to me, Put this scarf around your neck and sing the blues with me. Now I am much older There's a place I want to be It's red faucet is beautiful It's steeped in history And I know what I'll find When the place comes alive I got that battle fever Coming over me And I got Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to episode 84, I think it is, of the Bears Corner on the Battle Fever Network. Just before we get into it, I just want to go and get Gio's thoughts on the new titles. Mate, that was sensational. Here, listen, I'm, I'm redundant. I'm going to be put out of a job soon, aren't I? <laughs> no, 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 mate. I was just, you're, you're the image person. The video <laughs> I had a spare half hour before we started the pod and I just quickly knocked it up. I did the half an hour, knocked it out in half an hour. Easy. Happy on my ass. <laughs> um, no, listen, welcome everybody. It, is, it feels good actually. We're here on uh, Thursday night, which is weird. Know, um, this might interfere with some European games because I don't know if MD knows MD other clubs around that, but we are the only Scottish club left in Europe. So, do you know what I mean? <laughs> um, flying the flag <laughs> for Scotland. <laughs> um, know that we care about that. I, I'm going to know full MD and, and see. Fred says we should set this up like the Newsday, like with the with the notes under here, and pretend that we've got notes. Like, see, we don't. We actually take notes. The show's actually planned. 
it's quite a staunch clipboard and all that we use. So I was thinking about we could do this for us. <laughs> That's, that's like good. Or, or even Dale or that, maybe better. Can you see your face? It's even better. <laughs> um, Action packed show this evening. Obviously, in a national break, so there is no Rangers coming up until, or there's a small game on the 3rd of April <laughs> um, next week, um, which we'll get to. It's it actually has been a busy time, but before we before we go anywhere, right? I've I've said hello to Gio. So, Gio, how are we doing, my friend? And welcome to the podcast once again. It's also always wonderful to see your face. Thank you, buddy. Thank you. Great to be back. Great to be back. Um, coming off the back of a, a, a last... We don't do last-minute winners, do we? Well, not last minute, but no. last five-minute winners. We don't really do them, so it was great to get that wee result. I'm looking forward, right. to, looking forward to the next wee match against that, that other wee team from across the road. <laughs> right, that's it, mate. Right, <laughs> Del, I love that we laugh. Our Del was like... <laughs> <laughs> Barney says Thursday night has always been pod night. Am I right, Paul? <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> okay, <laughs> disagreement early doors. <laughs> uh, Dell's joining again this week as well. How are we doing, mate? Yeah, good, Scott. Good to be back on. That's twice in a row. I'm, if people know sick of me already, uh, no, mate. It's, it's, never, uh, Del. Never. Coming at a full time uh, regular here. <laughs> oh fuck! He's starting a fee already. Look, I know. <laughs> <laughs> I told, I told you. I will, I will invoice you at the end of the month. <laughs> <laughs> and of course. Beside me in the studio, Paul at Seas. How are we, my friend? Oh, good, thank you. It's always a pleasure to be here. It's, it's, it's a sort of white wine. I don't know what's going on. Maybe it's this microphone. I don't wine. Know. That's wine. just your voice, mate. Very possible. Very <laughs> voice. Aye, thank you much. <laughs> bottle of water, mate. Eject itself on your direction. <laughs> um, well, that's just sitting here like a couple of news readers. I feel like yeah. going, I'm John Mackay. Moira <laughs> 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 Stewart. Um, and of course, operating shit aft screen here is Fridge as well. So it's nice to he's just to see the person at the Adams family. It's just a horn. <laughs> um, so this week, we or last night, sorry, we announced that we have an Old Firm Breakfast Bash coming up. This is in partnership with Bars for Bears. Um, Bars for Bears are a kind of events company, if you like, who put on many events with ex-players and stuff like that, and we're going to try and um, get involved with them. Um, or we're not going to try, we are involved with them. <laughs> um, to as our live show partners, as it says on the screen. Um, and we will be doing many events coming forward. So there's one, obviously, the 3rd of April, which is the Breakfast Bash. Then there's going to be one in May, which is our live show that we'd always planned, but now we're just in with Bars for Bears. Um, and that's going to be based around 150 years at Rangers Football Club, and it's going to be 150 years of Rangers by the fans for the fans, which we quite like because it's yeah. the fans. Um, and then in July, we're going to have a special one, which I'm not going to say too much about the now, but we're going to have a special show, um, which is for a good cause. Um, and I are hopeful that we can get everybody that's a regular on the podcast to come and join us um, because we love meeting everybody um, and putting names, uh, putting faces to names. So, are you excited, excited about that? Oh, I'm excited about everything. Yeah, you know me. Aye. <laughs> I, live in, I live in a perpetual state of excitement. You're <laughs> <laughs> over yourself, mate. <laughs> Did what? you get a transplant for your birthday? Looking sexy. What kind of transplant, though? No. I don't really know. I just, uh, I'm all, I, the thing is, you see, I'm, 
I wouldn't say I'm sexy, not in any way, shape, or form. No. I, mean, I'm, I'm, I, I would say <laughs> 20 years ago, I would, but I would say I'm, I'm, I'm damn good looking, and I'm also very modest. Aye, I mean, my modesty funny. is only overshadowed by my beauty. It's one of your main fucking qualities. What about this breakfast base? Can you tell me a wee bit more about it and what sort of thing? <laughs> well, will be Mate, mate, I was I was hopeful to have the person who's really arranged it all, but she's not got back to me yet. So <laughs> I'll waffle on about it now and pretend that we're professional about this. Um, yes, breakfast bash. We're going to have a buffet. Breakfast buffet. Okay, so twenty five pound a ticket. That gets you entry from eight am in the morning to twelve in the afternoon, and then you can go across. You can do one or two things. You can go across to the beautiful stadium where it's beautiful main stand. Um, and you can <laughs> you can go and watch the Rangers beat Celtic or if you don't have a ticket for that you can go into the Paisley Road West one of the pubs in the Paisley Road West watch the game and then make your way back after the game for between what three and six I think it is and um, back in there as well where we'll be hosting again and we'll have a wee debrief of the game um, and basically Jodie Pollock the, the legendary who by the way if she's watching we love you Jodie Pollock because we know there's a wee bit of say stuff mm. you're going through at the minute and we love you um she'll be there singing we'll be there uh, and in between all that before you go to football we've got bob malcolm showing up we've got john mcdonald showing up former rangers players of course and we might possibly also have gordon smith there Ooh. so it'll be good to speak to these guys about their old firm experiences and kind of build up to the game again jody pollock singing again live music um and other kinds of music getting played uh drinks Etc. Etc. Now, once I can get Susie on the phone, um, then she'll tell you more. However, we are running a package on the Sunday night where you can get a ticket and a hotel room if you like, and you can get a wee bit of a discounted rate, I believe, on the room. Um, so if you were wanting to stay in the Sunday, obviously it's Easter holidays mm-hmm. or the spring break, they call it now, isn't it? Um, it's that in Glasgow, so and, and everywhere, I think Christian holidays, not just Glasgow, Scott. <laughs> um, so you can, so you can actually go and, and um, stay the night and have a party and have a laugh and a carry on. Because we'll be having a party and a carry on. Hopefully the result Hopefully goes away. Um, and that'll, I think, add to the day. <laughs> a lot of the result goes away. Yeah. <laughs> if no, um, MDY host a show. <laughs> yeah, so basically, basically what we're going to be doing is we're hosting, we're hosting a, 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 a Q&A session before the match over a buffet breakfast with some guests and then uh, on uh, go to the match or watch the match on TV, whatever you want to do. Um, you'll be given a wristband if you come in in the morning um, and that'll get you back in after the match, back into the same venue. And we'll be doing... Three hours um, of uh, some drinks. We'll do a, a, a live podcast there. Uh, Jodie will be doing her singing and uh, we've got a music out, this DJ set and stuff like that as well. So, yeah, come along. We would be delighted. And you get a big full Ulster Fry as well, don't you? Yes. Well, sorry, the Scottish version, but we'll just call Scottish it Ulster Fry. <laughs> Here, it's Old Firm Day, so it's called an Ulster Fry. Don't worry. What's the ideal? Well, I wish Ulster. What's in the Ulster fry? Potato bread and soda bread. <laughs> potato bread? Do you mean potato scone? No, potato bread. All right, okay. Oh, none of that none of that black pudding stuff you all eat as well. <laughs> Andrew Bluebell's on the bottom of the screen here. Just popped up to say, and this is I'm going to go to that screen because I'm really, really struggling. Just popped up to say all the best for the live show. Be now, take care. Mate, you look after yourself, please. Uh, um, we hope to see you back on the podcast soon, mate. mate. Um, Aye, so basically the best way I can describe this birthday bash, birthday bash, breakfast bash, is see when you were younger, right? And you always like 
But you always thought, oh god, Disneyland and all that, and you always wanted to get your mind out about you into a Disney hotel so you could have breakfast with Mickey Mouse and all that stuff. Well, basically, what we've got today is when I was a kid, right, growing up watching Rangers, what I would have been what 13, 12, 13 when Bob Malcolm was playing, right? Never seen John McDonald, never seen Gordon Smith, right? So when Bob Malcolm was playing, I would have thought that was my youth then. So I was saying, I want to have breakfast with Bob Malcolm one day. <laughs> no, you've got a chance to book any hotel, right? Have breakfast with Bob Malcolm, and then go watch an old firm game. Well, I don't know about you, but um, for, for me, it's a bit of a thrill because um, Gordon Smith was a hero man growing up because I saw him play very often. And in the space of two weeks, I'll have had dinner and breakfast with him. <laughs> <laughs> and you've no had to put your hand in your pocket from yet, oh. <laughs> um, which is quite good. So. Um, let me see. I'm coming from Norwich in the morning of the game, leaving about 2 a.m. I can get in on this. Well, where you can go is that link at the bottom of your screen that's going to cross there, the battlefeverpodcast.bigcartel.com. Tickets are on sale now. They're 25 quid. Um, go and get a ticket. I believe there is a special as well on tables. If you wanted to get a table, um, there's a special as well on tables. It must be like 10 tickets or something like that. I can't mind exactly. Um Susie will probably fucking batter me to be honest with you because I've not yeah. done this as much justice as I should have. I but... was going to say, did they not get a discount in the hotel room? How did about that? Is that mentioned in the website or do they, do they mention it within the... Um, I, th- I think what's best to do for that is if you phone Susie, um, which is on our Twitter page on the announcement, we put out if ah, yes. Susie's number's on it. If you phone Susie, it's also on the flyer we've put out. If you, if you phone... If you, if you, I'm just seeing that comment. If you, if you phone Susie, she'll be able to tell you better about the hotel rooms and book you in as well as um, your ticket. Mm-hmm. Remember, this is for the Sunday night, not the Saturday night. The hotel has booked out on the Saturday night mm-hmm. because it's an old firm game. And it's just across the road for Ibrooks. A lot of people who've maybe travelled from Jail's neck of the woods, for instance, will have came over and uh, will have booked that hotel for them for them coming over, given it's an early kickoff. Del, what do you think of that, mate? I've not really spoke to you about this, but what do you think of that, mate? you like that idea? Brilliant idea, Scott. Absolutely brilliant idea. Uh, I'm coming up for the game myself, but I'm not too sure if I'll be able to make it. If I can, I'm working at it, obviously, but if I can make it, then I'd love to come along. But it certainly seems like a cracking deal. 25 quid, an absolute bargain for oh, what dear. you're getting. You pay for that the... just to hear Jody sing, wouldn't you, though? Be honest. Exactly. You, pay, you pay that just to hear Jody whip you up, get get the crowd going, and then you've got, obviously, all the, all the preview stuff from Bob and, and John McDonald as well. I mean, then obviously, if you want, if if RJ there, Jay Gallagher wants to get Bob to send his top, I'm sure Big Bob is more than be more than willing to send his top. But I mean, oh, and then obviously you can come back and get all the match analysis and stuff like that there as well. So and your breakfast and all that stuff included. It's I mean, that's a cracking day. It's a cracking day. Brilliant. Um, and also talking about Jody singing, the 25 quid be worth that alone. I'll let you in on a secret. And for MD who was at the gig on Saturday night for Lark Called Thistle. You will find out that, or you will know this, but Jodie Pollock, despite having surgery, despite all the stuff that she's been through health-wise in recent months, well, recent years, she has not lost a bit of that range in that voice. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. (laughs) Absolutely (laughs) incredible, man. Outstanding, so she was. Um, Loved it. Absolutely loved it. Saturday night, let's talk about Saturday night. How did you enjoy Saturday? It was excellent. Yeah, it was really good fun. As you say, it was quite an intimate little gig. Um, it was very relaxed. I felt the way it was all set up with the sofas and that, and the guests <laughs> all sitting there. Um, no, it was really good. I think everybody really enjoyed it. Um, I think Lewis, uh, Graham, and Gordon spoke wonderfully well, because uh, the uh, subject was really sort of around youth football and stuff like that. 
and they all give their own experiences. And I thought it was excellent. It really yeah. was very, very good, very informative, especially for the parents of the children who bought tickets of the local team were there. Um, it was it's maybe split the sort of audience, but there were certainly members, um, parents of the kids there. And I think they took an awful lot away from it, especially Gordon's advice of, you know, don't tell them they're wonderful, don't tell them they're fantastic, just say, I like how you worked hard at this and I like how you worked hard at that. That, that, that was that sort of stuck with me. Yep, definitely, mate. It was excellent. It was my favourite live show. And we've done one at Ibrooks and one at the War Office, but I would say that was probably my favourite live show. Um, it was excellent. And I believe, for Larkhall Thistle Football Club, I believe we've raised in the region for between, what was it, 300 and 400 quid, something like that, for the football club. So excellent. that is incredible. Um, and thank you to... Let's see if I can get the right one. Thank you to everybody who was there that night. Um Really, really delighted with that, and also our three guests. Right, while we're waiting on Susie, what we'll do is we'll crack on. We had a match on Sunday, which was obviously a an important match given the result um, our rivals had on the Saturday. Um, we went with Alan McGregor, James Tavernier, Conor Goldson, Phil Hollander, Calvin Bassey, James Sands, John Lindstrom, um, Aaron Ramsey, Ryan Kent, Scotty Arfield, and the Buffalo up top. Dell, anything in that lineup surprise you? Anything that were you happy with the lineup? Do you think that was that was good enough to have a better start than what it did? <laughs> uh, yes, and I thought there'd be more changes. To be honest, uh, mm. I didn't think Morelos would start the game. I think we spoke about this on Friday. Everyone thought that uh, Kemar Roof would get the nod, um, so I'd have rested him. I, I'd have I'd have played John McLaughlin myself. Um, I'd have pretty much played the same team that beat them in the Scottish Cup the, the week before. Uh, mm-hmm. That should have been good enough to to beat Dundee, um, and that team even even still that team that started the game on Sunday should have been good enough to wipe the floor of Dundee. I know that the pitch was horrendous and um, it was another poor start again. Twelve o'clock kickoffs and Rangers just don't go together, do they? They're just it's it's, it's a hard time to. I remember speaking to Stuart McCall ages ago when he was the Bradford manager, and he says that it's it's mentally it's so difficult to get players up for. A kickoff time when it's at, when it's at twelve for some, uh, it's just a mentality issue and, and their physicality and all that. It just affects their body clock and what have you. So there's that. The fact they were playing late on Thursday night, they came back. Obviously, been I know they're flying in, in first class and it's uh, the height of luxury in those planes and all that. But still, a heavy duty traveling, then going up there early kickoff, sluggish start, and just luckily they managed to. Get the result in the end with it with the substitutions. I think they made a massive difference in the second half. And Roof, when he came on, had a, a big impact in the two goals as well. But for me, yeah, I would have, I would have started Roof. I think Morelos is in need of a rest, and I think the fact he's not playing for Colombia uh, sort of highlights that. Gio, um, Dell's mentioning there Stuart McCall saying about the twelve o'clock kickoff. Well, we just put the clocks back at our forward Ibrox end for next Sunday because obviously that's a 12 o'clock kickoff and that makes me shit myself um, but Gio what about you mate the lineup. I thought there'd be more changes I'm along with Dell there um, we'll get to the first goal as well their goal obviously because their goal I don't believe Ramsey covers his selling glory by allowing the cross to come in in the first place uh, and then obviously some say Alan McGregor slipped some say didn't he slip some say he should have came and collected it, which I think we've been critical of him in this pod and also praised him at the help last week, but we've been critical of him in terms of coming for cross balls is not Alan McGregor's strongest point. 
Um, yeah, I mean, I mean we, we like Dale. I think we said last week, this time last week, when we previewed the match, we, we'd sort of we'd all called for a lot of changes, and we'd said there there was going to be an opportunity to play a very similar team to what they'd done in the in the cup game. Um, before it and, and I thought like Dale's just said there I thought we would have seen a raft of changes thought we would have seen McLaughlin coming in we had all called Alfie made him uh, needed a wee rest and Roof has looked sharp when he's been on so you know as testament to when he came on and obviously got the got the, the first goal but I definitely thought there would have been a few wee changes mate and there did look to be a few people that were were a tad jaded from from the game um the, the European game as well like Dale says the traveling the you know the early kickoff um, I've seen I've seen a cracking thing on Twitter, but I think someone says we should just play the Champions League music or the, the Europa League music <laughs> as we're walking out, and that'll get them up for it. You know, they'll think they're playing Bayern Munich or something or Dortmund again, and and, and go out and stick in a performance. But the scene, it, it was funny because it seemed the first five ten minutes it seemed to be reasonably settled, and then they give away a, a fairly sloppy goal, and and like you said, mate, it was it was tough going from there on in. Yep, yep. And Paul, when we can see early in the league, especially on the back of a European trip, you mm. just know it's going to be one of those fucking days. Yeah. <laughs> we seem to do it quite regularly recently, and it's, uh, it's, a, it's still a cause for concern, because it, you, you see, especially the back of a European away match, you'd always uh, an uphill battle after that, and it's just, I don't know, it's it's something that it's a habit they need to try and break, but it's, it's actually breaking that cycle. Um, it's, it's always <laughs> just worries me. It really does. I don't like you. It just really, really worries me. Especially with the run in April, we've got with a quarter final and you know quarter final of the the Europa League, semi final of the cup, either side of things, and you know it's just it's the amount of old film games we've got. April's going to be mentally draining for the fans. Mm. Never mind. Like I'm actually thinking about just taking a, the month off Twitter because I don't <laughs> think I'm mentally. <laughs> I'm going to take the month off. Never mind a month off Twitter. I know. I'm telling you, I think we'll just record the pods because <laughs> we'll start tonight. We'll record, record, record our, our victory and all that stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I just, it's just going to be chaos. I mean, you only need to look at Statement FC as we're now known and all the shit that's happened this week to just think, why are we hitting the self destruct button? I oh, know. Yeah. What are we doing, man? No, because that's with our own worst enemies in that respect. Just. Uh... But in fairness, lads, we do have a, we do have a fairly big squad, particularly in midfield, and 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 I mean there hasn't been a lot of chopping and changing in midfield. He seems to be going with with a few tried and tested. But I'm, I'm, you know Davis is still to come back. You know I know Sands has been in and out of the team, but he's obviously useful. But it's we, we talked we talked last week about that Lundstrom and Jack sort of axis. Paul, I know how you like that word, mate. The, the Jack Axis-ness. Lundstrom axis. Um, but you know, it was yeah, yeah, it was it was it definitely was missed. And I mean again. You know, I'm looking forward to Stephen Davis coming back for the running. You know, if we can get him up to fitness, and obviously Ramsey filter in there. I seem, I think Ramsey sort of played out in the right a wee bit, and he seemed to be dragged further back and further back. And I don't think we were properly utilising him, so it'll be interesting to see him playing more central. And and obviously the squad getting a wee bit of rotation as well as as we'll start to get into the sort of the heavy stuff in the next couple of weeks. Speaking of the running, we have um, three or four people lined up tonight to come on the show, so um, to talk about the running and gauge their views ahead of. What is going to be a massive April and May for the club? Either way, you know, best case scenario, what we've got about 14 games left by getting to, I think it's that, by getting to the Europa League final and, well, semi-final, then the final. Um, Scottish Cup final, we want to get to there, obviously. I mean, <laughs> out of the three trophies it's available to us, I would say it's probably the one we would give up for the other two. Yeah. Um, however, 
I don't think at Rangers we ever can pick and choose. It's just whatever competition you're in, you have to win, and that's it. Um, but if you want to get in touch and you want to, you want to come on the show the night, phone in, then DM the pod on any of our social media and come on and engage your view on that because it is going to be a tough a tough run. And how do we see it going? Gio, for me, is quite a reactive manager rather than a proactive manager. He, he, he does acknowledge that there's problems at times and then, you know, he, he does change it and he gets, well, Sunday got the rewards. Yeah. Sometimes I would like to see, we can all see the problems. Sometimes I would like to see him change it before the problem happens, like he did at Dortmund, for instance, um, in, at halftime at Ibrox. He changed it before it got to that drastic stage. Um, but listen, it's all about opinion. So if you want to come on the pod, then DM the pod and we would be delighted to hear from you. Just at that, we have an order for tickets and everything. Now, see, look at that. <laughs> you're a legend. Thank you very much. Um, so, anything else on Dundee for MD? Anything else MD wants to come in with? Or? Uh, no, I, for, sorry, Dale, I think you were going to say me, but for me... I was going to answer that question about Stephen Davis. Um, Go ahead. Go ahead he has been injured, obviously get called up to, to Northern Ireland, which suggests he's nearing a return mm-hmm. to action, but I'll be interested to see if he's got any role to play. I'm not too sure he fits in with what Gio's trying to do. I mean, he's only played... I know he has been played with injury, but he's only played that Anning game. And did he play... Was he? Did he play the, the Leon game away? Um, but apart from, that, apart from that, we've not seen him. I'm not too sure uh, how much more we're going to see of him uh, with the running, but I'd hope to see him again because he deserves to bow out. I think this will be his last season. Um, mm-hmm. it, you just hope he bows out on a high with trophy, a trophy or trophies because um, he's had a, a stellar career, obviously, and um, I think he deserves that as, as opposed to just uh, bowing out with, with a whimper. But it'll be interesting to see how he gets on with Northern Ireland, of course. He played tomorrow, is that right, Gio? Yes, indeed. And do you know what? I, I, Stephen Davis plays for Northern Ireland half fit and he's still the best player on the pitch. So, yeah. you know, I, I'm looking forward to him getting some game time and, and obviously um, it's much needed. Dale, the only thing I would say, mate, is, and, and I obviously, I think we would all love to see Davo getting, getting a bit of a swan song if this says to be his last season. I think I think Gio doesn't do sentiment, does he? he? I mean, he got rid of Defoe no. fairly quickly, and I mean, again, if Davo's not going to fit into that system, I could see him just letting him finish out his contract and, yeah. and off he goes. But like you, mate, I mean, he's been a tremendous servant over two spells. Um, me personally, I still think he can do a really good job, and that that calmness and experience when we need it. I find that even in the Dundee game, mate, we tended to force a lot of play, whereas somebody like Stephen Davis would have calmed that down maybe pick the passes a wee bit better. So I still think he's got a wee bit of a role to play as we, as we get near the, the business end of things. Yeah, we do a lot of... See, see the, the, a lot of XG and all that with my work. And yeah, I've done a yeah. piece in Davis recently where he's assisted XG. So this is setting up goal-scoring chances. It's it, it's better than uh, Lundstrom, uh, Jack and uh, Kamara. Players are playing his position. So it tells you that he can still contribute. So yeah, yeah. for me, it's, it's important that he gets back fit and he, he plays a part, I think. Del, where do you work and how can we see you? Uh, well, I work right here. You can see this is this is uh, Rangers Review HQ for me. <laughs> but uh, if you want to check out the website rangersreview.co.uk, uh, head over there and you can find out all the, all the content. We try and cover Rangers differently to how the the media cover them. So there's a lots of lots of uh, stats, analysis, uh, tactical the pieces. agendas. Uh, that's right. Uh, big interviews and all that sort of stuff, opinion pieces. So. Um, rangersreview.co.uk I urge you all to go and have a wee look at it and we've got a wee YouTube uh, daily briefing during the week at half yeah. past nine in the morning so you can go and Class. check out the daily daily um, Rangers news if you head over there Excellent Class mate On you go I've just remembered something but 
Oh, hi. You want a chocolate? Hi. Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. <laughs> you know, is this just to make us and everybody else jealous? Is that it? You sit and eat chocolates and we sit here at home drink, sipping on water? But see, it's courtesy of our sponsors, G4 Claims. claims ah, oh, I see oh, what you're doing. Loving you know, yeah. and KGG Print, you can see at the top right of the screen there. Yeah. And of course, Bass for Bears now. Welcome to the, the Battle Fever Network family. family. The family, the family. Welcome to the yes. family. Beer 52. Beer 52. Beer 52. Every... You go to We're Beer here. 52. Look at James Bisgrove's working for us now, is he? <laughs> <laughs> yes, but listen, there'll be no fucking friendlies, okay? Yeah, we're going to have, have, we're, we're gonna have a friendly against uh, only Tim's or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> This here is a tennis ball. <laughs> talking of boss, talking of boss, we're doing men's mental health, men's general health thing. Right? Yeah, don't forget to, to check them, lads. In all seriousness, don't forget to check them. This here, people might be wondering why is there a, a miter ball on the table? Well, there's a miter ball on the table because Livingston, I don't know if MD have seen them on, on Twitter last night there, they put out. You know, one of these big rollers you get for the park that you, you, you put on a tractor and you roll the pitch, right? Through my involvement with Larkhall Thistle Community Football Club, I messaged a few of the hygienes in there, right? And I said, is this not something that we could be doing? We could be looking for. So what Livingston were doing was, we're going to get us away to a club who would who need it. We don't need it anymore. We don't want any money for it. Blah, blah, blah. So we got in contact with David Martindale, the Livingston manager, and I asked him if we could get it. And he said, of course you can. Um, he arranged to have it all set out for us, whatever to pick up today. Um, and then messaged me this morning to say, listen, I've also left a box of 12 brand spanking new match balls because I know how hard it is in youth football to obviously think of cash and that, you know, cash flow issues and stuff. Um, so I've set them aside for you. 12 brand new official SPFL lighter balls. Top man. What Top a man. legend that guy actually is. Yeah. It's, it's, it's little things like that that, that kind of make the man. Do you know what I mean? You can have your opinions of him, but it doesn't matter. Um, he's a he's a true gentleman. And he, what he's done for the, the, the kids, kids' <laughs> football team is just fantastic. So thanks very much, David. I, d- I don't know if you watch the podcast, but thanks very much, mate, if you do. Um, you're a you're a star, and he did say he was a Rangers. He used to be a Rangers supporter on the pod when he's grown up. So that probably gestures like that would make it obvious that he is a Rangers supporter. Do you know what I mean? Um, but obviously, sorry, no way, sorry. No Scott fan. Neil, I was only joking, mate. I was only joking. No, no friendlies against that mob. We don't do that. We don't do that, mate. Sorry. Gio, <laughs> <laughs> what's your thoughts on that? Right, because it's listen. I didn't want the pod to get bogged down, mate. Right, but of course, it's the huge news in Scottish football now, which it shouldn't be, but it is. Um, what's your thoughts on the friendly? Mate, me and you have talked off her about this, right? And I, for me personally, and, and I'm I'm just everyone else in the show and like everyone else is in the comments. I think not not a single Rangers fan this side of this hemisphere would want to see that game go ahead. I totally understand um, you know, Rangers fans um and even Celtic fans on that side of the world wanting that game to go ahead because it may be their only time in the, in their lifetime they get to do it, but Surely the club at this stage have to see that they've made a massive own goal. And the club for the last couple of years has been and, and shouting from the rooftops about how they want fan engagement and how they want things 
they want more fan ownership and all this here stuff. For me personally, mate, the club need to come out. It's essential that they come out as soon as possible. Admit they've made a balls up. Um, say that they've taken on board the 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 feelings of the fans and say that they've made a grave error and they would like to put this behind them as quickly as possible and cancel the friend. It's as simple as that, mate. I don't see how it could go ahead. And particularly with with the, the obviously the events on Sunday there, mate, it, it showed the feelings um of the majority of our, our way support who who let's be honest are the most vocal when it comes to home games and away games and we need those types of fans from here on the run in and we cannot alienate them or the club cannot alienate them or alienate any fans at this stage. For me, the 30 potential million of winning the Champions League far, far outweighs any any potential game um, against Celtic in the future or here on in. Um, and that's me, mate. That's my feelings. Me and you have spoken as well about the potential to get other clubs involved and we do have club partners involved, the likes of Orange County, the likes of um, Hamburg, I mean, we also said about potentially getting Linfield over and having a 14 tournament with Linfield. I mean, having a festival of football and things like that there, it, it would it would be amazing to have that sort of stuff. And there's as many birds, I would say there's as many birds in Northern Ireland who would travel over for the game as there would be in Australia. So there goes it. No, I don't feel I can say that, is there? <laughs> um, Dale, I know, listen, the, the big thing on Twitter on Sunday was the protests, etc. Personally, I don't agree with disrupting the game. Um, the sentiments are correct in terms of what they want to happen, and we all, I think Rangers fans are united on this. We all want that to happen, right? What my issue is, Dale, is James Bisgrove is the commercial director, right? So it's his job to take, him and his team, to take ideas to our board. However, there's a lot of Rangers fans on our board who should immediately have turned around and said, that's, a, that's, that's fine in theory. Um, down south, this happens all the time. We get that. However, as a as a Rangers as as Rangers football club, that just wouldn't wash with our supporters who plow in millions every single year collectively um, to to obviously help our club operate and and through loyalty, through the hard times, the good times, everything else that goes with it, we we accept it all. I know your article, uh, Dell, basically saying we, we need to stop the protest during the game and I would agree with that and I said the only way the board take notice anything the fans say is through money and the problem is is we don't withhold money and I'm not encouraging him to do it and he does that because I pay my season ticket I buy shirts I buy merchandise do you know what I mean so I'm not saying him they should do that but that is the only way the board would take notice yeah the one on Sunday, I think everyone is sort of the majority. The second half one overdid it for me. Um, yeah. The team, the team were chasing the game, and then I mean, Alan McGregor summed it up when when the TV cameras zoomed in on him. Um, I mean, it's and Matt McGee obviously said it, it helped his side. So it, it was just frustrating at that, at that point in time. And if Rangers didn't get a result on Sunday, then. Uh, God knows what the reaction would have been like uh, as a result of that, but yeah, yeah uh, I know I understand that the feeling towards it. And like Gio said, I think um, I think the board now recognise that it was the wrong decision. Um, I, I don't see it going ahead personally in, in November time. I think this uh, it's, it's, it's unlikely to do so from from what I believe. Um, things like the Celtic calling it the homecoming tour and all that sort of stuff um, is hasn't gone down well so who knows I very much doubt if it's going to go ahead but I think Rangers do have to come out with some sort of statement 
soon, um, or these sort of protests, I think, are going to continue. Um, uh, we've seen it, of course, St Johnston, uh, Aberdeen, Dundee. Will we see it at the Old Firm game? Maybe if 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 we don't if we're not any. Well, I think it, I think it could be a lot worse in that game, personally, mate. And I think yeah. they, they could save themselves a massive headache, have a huge PR turnaround if they come out as soon as possible, essentially before that game, and said, "Look, hold our hands up. We've made a massive mistake. We'll commit to you know further fan engagement, but we can assure you we will not be going ahead with this." And I think that would I think that would unify collectively the whole support and fan base. And you would see a, a, a much tighter, stronger team football club going forward. But again, yeah. it, it's very much dependent on them coming out and doing that as soon as possible. I've said to Scott privately as well, maybe they're too insular, maybe they're too close to it all, or maybe they're just going to dig their heels in, who knows? But I think the majority of us um, you know, around around the world and the, the fan base around the world recognise that this shouldn't and, and can't go ahead. Yeah, but there, I mean, there may be legal issues behind the scenes as well. That mm. is a reason why they they can't come out. Uh, it's not as easy as going here. We're not going down there, um, sort of thing. But but who knows? But uh, like Gio said, I think uh, an announcement of some sort before uh, that Celtic game would be hugely beneficial because who knows what what the the general feeling amongst the support is going to be by then. And like you said at the start, Scott, does Rangers no good on the field? With what is going to be a huge month? On the pitch, you don't want this sort of hanging over the club. It's unnecessary. And also, you've got European, you've got a European quarter final where there's going to be more eyes on us. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. You're going to have the semi final, which is an old film semi final. It'll be it'll be beamed around the world. You know, you don't want to have this shit taken away from the the eleven guys in blue on the park. No, I I, I actually discussed this with Rhiannon when the the, 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 the after it broke and the podcast we done. And I'm, my feeling is very clear on that. I'm not going to expand anymore. And I just said it's unacceptable. It should not happen. Not only um, the way it's been marketed, but the timing of it as well. Yeah, yeah, totally. And also, listen, Manchester United, Liverpool, Chelsea, Arsenal, Man City, whoever you want to say, who goes abroad every pre-season and even post-season, the day post-season tours as well now, to Asia and all these different places. That's absolutely fine. That's the Premier League. That's the richest league in the world where the soul has been ripped out it and it's sold to tourists. Exactly. Right? That's what I say. It's half and half scarf. Ha- correct. That and, is, and, that, and that's the derby games. That's not a problem, right? You can have that. However, what you'll get on Sunday, regardless whether it's Rangers against Dundee, Rangers against Celtic, Aberdeen against flipping hearts, hearts against Hibs, whatever it might be, as much as we don't get on with the other clubs, you will get blood, you'll get thunder, you'll get passion, you'll get real fans who, who want to support their own team. Granted, half of them only really want to support them when Rangers show up um, and then disappear the rest of the year. That, that's, a diff- that's, of course, a different a different um, thought, you know, and, and behind that. But you at least get passionate fan bases who want to watch their football club. You'll not find people coming with phones and taking 40s when Rangers score at Parkhead and vice versa, right? You're probably very likely to get some... Right, bad obscenities screamed at you, and people just booing at you dead aggressively. But that's just the way. That's just the way our league is. You're speaking from experience. Right? <laughs> Fucking boo! And I like. Yeah. I like your league. <laughs> the way it is, right? I like your league the way it is. Um, granted, it could be marketed better, but I can't even see that coming. And see but another thing. See people turn up, and this is a thing that I've noticed that's coming up from down south. People carrying signs in saying, "Can I have your oh, top?" Can oh. all that sort of carry on? Get that so far to. 
You know what I mean? <laughs> yes. yes. I'll, say right, for, I'll say it for you, Derek. Get it so yeah, but the, I mean, half the time they make the end up on eBay, don't they? They're, I think I've seen the Andy yeah. Robertson one from Liverpool end up on eBay for two grand or something. You know, it's, it's ridiculous, mate. And there's, there's I mean, Rangers, Rangers get fined midweek because uh, children yeah. running in the park at the end of the Dortmund game. Um, yeah. I mean, it's, it's, it's costing the club at the end of the day, so wrap it if, if that's you. Right, so Curry Muncher there has got a comment that he's talking about Warburton's statement. Um, he's on our podcast, I believe, um, Sacked in the Morning, I think it was called. Um, and he said that he didn't get um, regarding getting fired and not resigning. Um, he's always maintained that he, that he didn't resign. And the podcast I done me on one on one, that was what before last season began. So I'm trying to think of it. It's on our YouTube channel. Go and check it out. It was, Mark. Also, it was also on a live pod as well. It was on a but the live pod was more kind of a celebration of. We were getting the trophy the next day, but That's right, so it was, yeah. but going back over his time at the club, I think he was honest that day, and I think he did say that he he, resi- he, he never resigned. Um, he was sacked. The club dispute that. Warburton obviously has got his own his own opinions. Matt's obviously got his own opinions on that, and the club have got their their own opinion on what happened there. We'll never know, guys. Let's face it. There'll be the, <laughs> there'll be Mark's version, the club's version, and then probably the truth somewhere in the middle. So we don't know what we don't know what went on there. So we can't really comment on that, but. Um, Scott, can I just answer Linda there as well? I mean, again, I agree with her, and I think I think unfortunately, timed McGregor was on camera as he was mouthing um, arseholes or something like that. There, um, you know, look, I, nobody obviously we're all disappointed in and and a player saying that, but at the same time, if I can play devil's advocate and sort of defend him, the eleven players, the fourteen players, or whatever, get onto the pitch. They're only ever worried about the result. They, they only want the win. And for me, I, I, you know, if I am playing devil's advocate, I, I agree with you. Don't bite the hand that feeds you. But at the same time, they want the win. Players like mm-hmm. McGregor are winners. And, you know, he may be susceptible under a high ball and all that sort of stuff and coming off his line. But he's a fantastic keeper who just wants Rangers to win. So I can understand his frustrations at it, especially when you are chasing a game and things like that tend to slow it down. So I know we'll probably want to move on from that. But obviously, that's probably why he would he was probably unfortunate to be caught on camera at the time. See, just before we move on, though, Joe, you remember Pepe Reina with the beach ball and the ball hits the beach ball and it loads Pepe Reina and it goes in. No saying that could happen Sunday, obviously. It's only yeah, about yeah. streamers and uh, tennis balls, etc. But McGregor probably doesn't want anything near his goal. He doesn't want anything to go near his goal or goalkeepers are the same. So um, probably just that and a mixture of he's trying to get the ball, the game moving and, and get, we should have been going flying at the traps there in the second half, you know, and, and really pinning them back. And thankfully, to the credit of the players, they did do that eventually. Once we get the protest by the way, they did do that. They were excellent for spelling that second half where Ramsey looked as though he was playing at full flight for 10 minutes and looked as though he could win the game basically mm. on his own. Yeah. Um, and I think it's the first time We've seen that. Neil says, I disagree with the asking for the shirt thing. It's who's really asking for the shirt that's the issue. If that's a wee eight-year-old laddie gets his hero off his shirt and it makes his day, I'm all for it. Listen, Neil, I can see where you're coming from for that. I think then after right. that, though, it's people come back and criticising the player for not doing that. You know, yeah. I've seen somebody criticising Calvin Bassey for no talking to people on the way into a stadium. I'm sorry, I would rather Calvin Bassey was just focused on the what's coming, you know, and, and getting his seed. They're superstitious as well. You know, they get into the zone, they listen to the same music, some of them, and all that stuff. So they're probably in their professional headspace and saying, right, I'm in game mode now, I'm ready to go. We, To us, it's nothing to walk away and get a photo away, and of course it's no. I mean, when we were at hospitality in the Hibs game, I think it was, we, 
we were coming out after the game and the players were coming out behind the, the Sandy Jardin stand. And Scott Arfield was great. He was happy to have photos with everybody. We weren't wanting a photo when we were just wanting to get to the subway. Um, but the big steward stopped me. He can't even hear the players now when they're going by. And I'm going, but he's up there. If you let me scoot across the new, I'll be away. But no, you can't. It was, it was mental. The big steward was just, I suppose he's only doing his job, but yeah. it just shows you how the players can be sometimes a wee bit. And I don't think Scotty was like that. I just, I think it was mainly the steward, but um, it's a wee bit strange. It's a wee bit strange. Um, moving on for that, Jermaine Defoe, kind of Rangers news, but Jermaine Defoe announced his retirement today. Um, didn't, he, didn't he really get much at Sunderland, did he, after the thingy? No. I've seen a comment though, Paul. He should be invited. Somebody said this on Twitter, and I agree with him wholeheartedly, and I apologise if you're watching. He should be invited to this game on Saturday. Absolutely. And and be allowed to say farewell to the fans, yeah. because we never got to say cheerio to, to Jermaine. And... Yeah. Obviously, fifty-five, you know, huge contributor to that. Helped us rebuild when when Gerard came into the club. So, um, all the best, Jermaine. Um, I know you watch the podcast regularly, mate. So, all the best. <laughs> seven games he played in Sunderland. Scott, I just looked it up there, mate. Seven games, no goals. But yeah, like That's you said, I mean, what a what a what a masterstroke that would be to get him in for the for the game on on the weekend. Here, it would be class, wouldn't it? Yeah, he's probably sure the best we, player on the pitch. I'm sure we oh, can man. count on our board to make the right decision. <laughs> Tumbleweed flying. I was going to say. <laughs> <laughs> no one's got faith in that right now. <laughs> what time are we on? We're on quarter to nine at night. And wow. do I add anything else into that before we go to the viewers? We've got a few viewers who are going to come on and, and give their give their opinion and things. So um it was just I always say it was nice to see Ramsey get on the score sheet. He's yes. goal and uh, obviously right. uh, Connor Golds and uh, sticking it away like a. a, a he loves a goal at Dundee, doesn't he? Time Ali McCoist. That's two finishes. Like that. Good finish, Kragenberg finish, wasn't it? Yeah. yeah. And the foe, or, or, not the foe, uh, Ruth, <laughs> Jermaine the foe, uh, Ruth sort of came on and his movement changed the game. He won the header at the back post, obviously set up Ramsey. It looked like it was going in beforehand, but I mean, that, that's a couple of times now. Ruth has come on and he's looked really, really sharp. So um, it'd be good to see him. It's hard to see where he could fit into this this current system under Geo to get him and Alfie into the team, but it's just great to see him back and firing because we need we need we'll, we'll need him as well as as the run in gets close, doesn't it? Dale, can I make these thoughts on roof? Right, yeah, take it you think Dale, if he's fat, he plays. Ah, he's the best finisher, out and out finisher at the club, isn't he? Um, yeah. They need to play him more. I know folk have sort of suggested he could be the answer on the right hand side. Um, but they certainly need to get him on the pitch more often than what they have done. Um, especially with this Ronnie fixtures coming up. I know we're sort of, sort of saying we're, it's sort of mentally draining just looking at it. But he's going to have to use his full squad. And with Morelos, who knows what, what the, his this muscle overload is. Um, you're as well just sending him back and recuperating um, because it, it looks like he has been a bit jaded the last few games, hasn't he? He's played a lot of football. So um, I think certainly I'd have no qualms. I'd, Hopefully he's okay, but he has to, he's got a big part to play. I think Ruth hopefully he stays fit. Hi. Paul, what's your thoughts on Ruth? Should he should he start if he's fit, obviously? Um I don't know if he starts. I think he might be the part the answer to down the right hand side. Um I think he does need more game time, certainly. Um as Dell says, he's a he's a the big game player, do you know what I mean? It does make a difference. I wouldn't start him through the middle, but we tried that um last season at some points and um early in this season and it didn't seem to work as a sort of lone striker. But yeah, he does need more game time and he does change matches when he comes on. I would like to see him coming on like before the 80th minute or something like that. Right. 
Paul, I'm right in saying I'm right in saying under the the sort of the championship winning season last season, it, it, the front three primarily was Kent, um, Alfie, and and, and Roof on the right. So he, he yeah. has played that off the right position, and he tended to he tended to pick up some really really nice positions. You know, he's mm. a very intelligent player, so he t- he tends not to play obviously as a traditional winger. He sometimes tucks in and behind Alfie, and he's his, his movements fantastic. So. And I mean, his two goals against Celtic last season as well were brilliant. You know, he yeah. he does like Dell said. He's yeah. he's such a natural finisher. You know, he's probably the closest we have to the full. You know, in terms of uh, in terms of a natural finisher. So, you know, again, I agree with Dell. It's just how we get him into that team, and obviously that particular system um, as well that Gio likes to play. So, I mean, for me, he would be a better option out in the right than than say Ramsey because I think that wastes Ramsey. Um, yeah. You know, and he, and it, it very much we need more. We need Ramsey playing more central to make those late runs where he maybe doesn't get that when he's playing out further out in the right. But yeah, it's just how you get the both of them into the same team. I think he's been unlucky when when Gio first came in because he was injured. Yeah, um, yeah. and he took, took some time to get yeah. sort of back into uh, Gio's plans. And I, I don't know if maybe, maybe Gio doesn't. He, he seems kind of settled on who he wants to start. The, the, the team, the players he trusts. Maybe Ruth hasn't quite gained that trust yet. But maybe maybe. You know what I mean, it's, it's a kind of weird one. I, I thought Kemal like, dipped his wife, to be honest with you, the way he was going on and no playing. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was a major issue, to be honest. I thought, what the fuck, you've got him on the bench, get him on the park, man. Succinct and to the point, as ever. Well, that's just the way it is, isn't it? Yeah. Um, but... Yes, he needs more game time. And yeah, I think he was. I think he was top goal scorer, wasn't he, last season? Dale, you would probably 14. know more of the stats, wasn't he? Yeah. So. yeah, yeah, yeah. Um... Uh, yeah, the, the great season that that goal, that second goal against Celtic was amazing. He started was that the one off his he, chest, was it? Was that the no, one, that he, was the one he, he started at the edge of the box and then yes, he ran in the header. Headed it, headed mm. it in. The first one he scored was pure instinctive, though. That, that's yeah, the one, the one off his chest, the deflection type one. Yeah, yeah, he's, he's a, a class. Player, yeah, he's a player, definitely a player. Um, we're going to go and and hear for some of our viewers now. Now, the problem is, is that we're first caller here. Um, Robert Harron, right? Robert thinks he's going to beat the podder, but we've never done any questions. So Robert's just going to give his thoughts <laughs> on Rangers, etc. So, Robert, are you there, mate? How are you doing? I am here, pal. Uh, thanks very much. First of all, gents, thanks for bringing me on. Um, I, I was, I'm actually, my heart is beating out my chest, thinking I'm going to have to try and attack Paul at Seas for this. Uh, beat the podder after the night. <laughs> I mean, I mean, I'm, a, I'm, I'm a bit more relaxed now. I'm just giving my thoughts. I don't need to worry about having to try and take on the legend that is the man behind you. Robert, you mentioned Saturday night, mate. You were obviously the, the competition winner that we picked for your Instagram with the social media competition for the tickets for the, the live show on Saturday. You came along. Um, how did you enjoy it, mate? Did you enjoy the night on Saturday? Uh, it was thoroughly brilliant. Um, obviously, as I can I jokingly said to you on Saturday, it was a you know the old long time listener, first time caller sort of thing. <laughs> um, but no, thoroughly enjoyed it. Uh, again, just I've, I've been watching, but obviously been watching the pod as it's been going live tonight, and just totally agree with what Paul said. Gordon, Graham, and Lewis were very, very good um, with what they said. Obviously, um, with regard to the youth football, but also the, obviously their stories. Um, I thoroughly enjoyed it. Obviously, the glad to hear that the obviously Lark Hall Thistle have made a wee bit of money off the night as well with the raffle. Um, I, I would just say next time, make sure you've got a bit, you know, a couple more raffle tickets to give away. Um, that's <laughs> that, 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 only great. Um, it's my fault. I, it, <laughs> so, but no, it was a great, it was a great night. Obviously, intimate venue, but thoroughly, thoroughly, thoroughly enjoyed it. 
Um, I think I left a raffle book in the house, right? I took one and I forgot the other one. And when we got the other to draw the raffle, and Robert came up and I was talking to Fred, she was selling the raffles, and Robert went, I'm, I'm going to buy a couple of raffles. And I went, no, you're no. Because like, they're all sold out. <laughs> that was my fault, mate. Apologies. And you kept, you kept that for the rest of the team. Ah, I kept that quiet. <laughs> um, so, mate, April, obviously a big month for the club. How do you see it going with the, with the running, etc.? Well, obviously, we don't know the, the, the split fixtures as yet, but we know Celtic will be um, pretty much the first game after it. So we'll play them, what, three times in two weeks or something? So how do we see it going? I think I mean I think to myself, you know, in, in what you guys have kind of touched on throughout the pod, you know, it's it's going to be obviously a difficult um, set of games. Obviously, <laughs> you touched on again that the, the twelve o'clock kick off first game back. I just like to hope that we, we we kick start things right from the off and not having to wait to the second half. Um, obviously, with things going on outside the club, it's obviously going to make it slightly tougher as well. I think, uh, but I, I do hope that. Um, you know, we play, I would say the freshest team, you know, you obviously want your strongest still living out there uh, first game back and try and just play them as much as you can throughout the month. Um, but obviously it just depends on freshness as well. If Alfie's coming back from Columbia, I know there was a bit of a dispute with, with Kemal Roof just obviously just before I come on there with, with Jamaica um, between them, you know, potentially not being able to travel um, due to a cost-cutting cost exercise and the fact that the, uh, the, co- the coach has actually questioned his commitment but that's obviously all rumour and conjecture but yeah. to me I, I would agree I would, I would probably try and get Roof into the team on the right um, just to try and plug that hole but as I say I think you know that first game back is really going to set a tempo for the rest of the month if we don't you know, I'm not saying it's a, a must win game but probably as you guys have said before it's a, it's a must not lose I think you know, if, if I were to at least draw it I'd really hate to, to get beaten that first game back because it just gives them the momentum um, moving forward and obviously for ourselves if we get the win it will hopefully spur us on again I would hope that the, the two Braga games would be straightforward I say straightforward enough they will be tough obviously they'll have improved as much as we've improved in the last year or so uh, but again, the, the Scottish Cup semi-final again, that could, that could be a telling game simply because if we were to to get beaten, that yeah, you know, if we were to then go on and win the Europa League, then brilliant. But it, it could also give them the momentum to to go on and and do something that we don't want them to do. So I, I'd like to think that the, the two Celtic games are really pivotal to the season, not only for silverware but for for probably going into next season as well. You don't you don't want to have the you know the Indian sign over us. For you know, the last technically three games since since January, um, I know since you know for the last couple of years they've, they've, they've not had a win, so they've got their win. Uh, you know, at the start of the year. Let's hope it's it's another couple of years before they get another win. Well, lot of average love to win one, but policies. Would you say it was must win? I would probably go a long way. It was must win, given it's at Ibrox. Mm, yeah, I think so. Yeah, I that's just it. Right. Short and sweet. Must win. Yes, Gio, Dale. What about you guys? Would you say this all final game in the third is must win? Must not lose, I think, at, at the very least. Um, but given that the, the last game's at Parkhead, um, I think you need to win this one um, to stand any chance. I think, I, I still don't think, I mean, how many games are left? Seven? Yeah. Uh, I still think it's a tall ass to think you're going to win every game based on current form. But I don't think, I mean, where are Celtic going to drop points? You've got to think that sooner or later they're going to uh, 
drop someone on 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 the road or, or at home. But um, yeah, I think the game at Ibrox is huge. Um, that's how a win at Dens Park last week was was massive because you didn't want to go into that game sort of behind the eight ball, if you like, and having to definitely win. Whereas it's yeah. must not lose now, I think. But a win would certainly help. Yeah. Gio, the thing is, mate, if, if we win that, obviously we go leveling points. We know the goal difference situation in the news kind of like a point to them, to be fair. Mm-hmm. Um, but at least it takes the pressure off going to Parkhead a wee bit. As long as we can win the rest of them, that, you know, you, you go there, you can have a free hit at it. It's one game, you can have a free hit at it and try and try and get over and, and you know, and try and get back top of the league. And I, I think what the difference with this one is it's very much like the one at Parkhead that we get beat. It's, that it's going to be momentum is going to be taken for that so I would like to think we are in the mind frame of go and win it and then go and take the rest of the season now and and ensure that we walk away with the trophy at the end of it well you just like the 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 caller said there sorry Rob is it Robert yep Robert I just like Robert said momentum momentum and you just said momentum and momentum is it you know we sort of capitulated after Gerard left and we we lost that we lost the Hibs game we lost the, the Celtic game you know would that would us beating them at home have the same reaction? Would their would they capitulate? Would their momentum be stopped? Would ours then explode and we would then, you know, really take a lot of a lot of confidence and positivity from it? I think we would, and I think momentum is the big thing. So for me, it has to be a must win. Um, I yeah. think the players will also be stung a wee bit by the by the 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 lack of fight they all showed against Celtic in that that game at Parkhead as well. So I think we could. I, I hope we see a different animal coming out of Ibrox. A couple of the guys in the comments have said they're pressing from the off. We need to do that. We've started very slowly in a couple of games recently, and we're, we are going behind. So I would love to see them right from the off, go get in their face, go get at them, and put them under pressure. And again, you know, picking up on everything we've said tonight, the crowd will have a huge, huge role in that, and, and that's where we need to be unified as a support and as a club. Definitely. And Ibrooks will be huge that day. That's why we can have no distractions it was just stupid fucking a Dortmund, a Dortmund-esque sort of atmosphere is what we need Correct. a Dortmund-esque you know um, you know I've heard millions of people comment you know not millions but I've heard loads of people comment about how the Dortmund game was probably one of the best atmospheres they've been at at Ibrox in, in many many years we need that same sort of thing because once that once the team feed off that energy and Celtic then you know if we can beat them again that, that momentum will now start to swing in our favour. And they haven't been beaten in Dell, you'll probably know, is it, what, 20-odd games or something they haven't lost a game? Yeah, it's so, a really good run they're on, yeah. Uh, they're on a great run. So, again, we we beat them, put them under pressure. They'll then be looking over their shoulders a wee bit, and, and then we can carry on and we can push forward. Yeah, definitely. Robert, is there anything else you want to bring up, mate? No, just as I say, hope it is a must win. Um, I hope we do win. <laughs> Full stop. Uh, <laughs> Looking forward to the game again. Hopefully, it's a a decent game, you know, to watch and not just a, a scrappy one 0 like it was the last time. But again, I'll take a one 0 Don't care <laughs> as long as as long as they win. That's it, mate. That's it. Listen, mate. Thank you very much for coming on Saturday. Thanks for your support on the podcast. And uh, we don't take it um, lightly, mate. So thank you. No, I always appreciate it. Thanks very much for the tickets. And as I say, I'm looking forward to the next one. Good, mate. Good. Good. Thanks, Robert. Thanks, buddy. Cheers, mate. Cheers. Cheers. Bye for now. Superb lads. Love the ball from Graham Kerr. <laughs> <laughs> There's 12 more, isn't there? There's 12 more. 
Graham was the man I went along with Frigidy and got the roller in the balls. Um, we're going to get this one signed by the podders, mate, and we'll get away. <laughs> someday, someday will probably... In fact, you know what? I'm sure in some other show they give away a signed ball when, when somebody wins it, beat the podder. Maybe we could do that one. <laughs> I was going to say, you, you, want, you want the podcasters to sign the ball? You, you, you're the joiner, like a big shaky ex. Excuse me, I'm an educationalist. <laughs> um, next up, we have a podcast um, viewing legend, to be quite honest with you. Um, he goes by the name, well, he doesn't actually go by this name. He ha- does have his own name, but he goes by the name of Moses McNeil. <laughs> legend. Um, he is a legend, yes. Um, Moses is a is a is a long time listener to the podcast. How are we doing, mate? Nah, not bad, mate. How's things? Yeah, it's good, mate. Good, 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 good. How's the wee and doing? She's doing good, mate. Good. Uh, she's doing great. Good. Big and cheeky. There he goes. <laughs> class, mate. Class. Um, listen, what's your thoughts then ahead of the running? A huge, massive running um, we've got here. But as I say, Dale, I've got them playing them three times in April's frightening enough as it is. You know, when you think about just us as fans <laughs> and the mental capacity to deal with that. So, um, how do you see it going, mate? Uh, first of all, hello to all the lads. How is everybody? Hope everybody's good. Um, all good, my man. All good. Thank you. Oh, boy. Uh, it's a busy month next month. I think next month is pivotal to how we then progress towards the end. Um, it's it's good to believe that, you know, it's the easiest route to the final in Europa League, etc. And hopefully we can take a turn and the league itself to beat Celtic etc but it's a big month for a lot of games a lot of things happening I thought there was tired legs against uh, uh, um, the last week we played I thought there was tired legs etc so there's a big month ahead the international break helps but there's lots happening yeah, definitely, mate. And I think the players need to make sure that they've those who are not involved with international teams, they have to, you know, Goldsons, Tavs, etc. They have to make sure that they rest a wee bit here because this is going to be a massive running. I mean, I like the fact that Goldson says we've got seven or eight cup finals left in the league. We obviously do have a cup semi final, and then we've got a cup quarter final in in the Europa League. So, um, I, th- I hope that the players are able are mentally able to switch off as well as physically able to switch off for a few days before before they get back to it next week. Um, I definitely felt that we've obviously undertaken a, a large sort of um, thing of games or whatever going forward and over the last period of time. So yeah. a bit of rest mentally, physically for going forward is, is also good. But it's, you know what, it's, it's anybody's game as it stands just now. The, the form we've had since the uh, Christmas um, break, etc., has not been great. I've got more confidence going into sort of high-level European games at the moment than I have going into sort of SPFL games because you can't see me translate our style of play back to our home style of football rather than just playing worldies on a Thursday and then dropping stupid goals on a Sunday or a Saturday kind of thing. So um, the translation of play is pretty important for me. How do we go? But we're doing an upturn in play, I think, considering we've not been doing so great. So we'll do it at the very least with the, the correct application. We'll do a bit of an upturn in play and results. 
Correct, mate. Correct. And listen, that is the bipolar nature of the range of support that we shape ourselves. Like, well, we've done deep. Fuck it. Take on Dortmund. Yep. Uh, <laughs> what a club. Uh, <laughs> that's my point about the confidence going into European fixtures at the moment rather than going into. Exactly, mate. For, a, for want of a better phrase, at a Diddy team on a Sunday or a Saturday. But I don't know. It frustrates me as well because. We've got a far better squad, a far better team than the other side of the city. And we're going into these uh, runner fixtures almost on the back foot um, to a certain extent. And, you know, deserving or not with regards to our performances and various things that have happened, it just frustrates me a wee bit with regards to we've got a fight here and we need to get it right and we need to get into this fight and do it properly over the next period of time to make sure we bring this title home. But not just that as well. European side things like that team's frightening I'm sure you all agree yep. it's a frightening team it's uh, Gio is a as you say a reactive manager is that what you said yep yep uh, so he kind of makes the right decisions a lot of the time in that style of play because we're allowed to play football yeah. so we bring it back to the SPFL working a shunted a lot of the time because of the style of play etc but I mean there's a lot of talking points moving forward, but I genuinely feel that with the strength and depth in the squad, we'll be able to bring the results home, dig deep, do it right. But there's just so much else, obviously, other things going on round about the football club yeah. that obviously they, they, they surely transmit and the, the, the into the, the, the playing format and the ideology of the club and the idea of the club and how it's doing at a period of time. So, aye. Telling you, I'm ready to two-fit my granny now. I'm up for it now. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm up for it now. I am right up for it. I wish I was oh, playing now. <laughs> Thankfully it's for you. It's one of the ultimately from me. <laughs> right, sorry, continue. Sorry, my bad. No, I'm just saying, mate. Thankfully for you guys, I'm no, I'm no playing because <laughs> that would be shite. <laughs> but I am, I'm ready to play now after that, mate. And you're right. We need to bring that title home. We need to. I agree. I think, again, we've got the strength in the squad. We can talk about individual players and and, and, and formations and performances, you know, one week to the next. The translation of performances from Europe to the SBFL, but fundamentally, we've got the basis of the squad and, and, and we've got to keep it going performance-wise, etc. I'm not the best statistician. I'm not, like, as... Well, Vert is yourselves, Geo, Dell, guys like yourselves that do it full time, Kerrang. But, you know, there's a fundamental desire to win the league and do as best as we can in Europe, and that's all we can really hope for. Brilliant, mate. Listen, it's always a pleasure speaking to you, mate. I know that you've become a kind of soundboard for me as well for technical. <laughs> so I apologise, mate, for for sending questions to you, left and centre. Thank you very much, mate. And listen, I hope to see you, if no, before the old firm game at the breakfast pass, and certainly in May and July, mate, for the next shows. Top man, top man. Keep up the good luck, lads. All the best. Take care. Cheers, mate. Bye-bye. Cheers. Cheers, Al. Thanks, mate. That's just. Again, it's good to actually get people like that on who've listened to the pod. No, don't get me wrong. It's good to be listening for the first night, the first time tonight. It doesn't matter. You can still come on, Aye. but it's nice to see, to, or to hear, sorry, um, guys like uh, Moses coming on. Um, but and, can't argue what, What's quite nice is the fact that he's called Moses McNeil as his, as his handle, 
Mm-hmm. But we've actually met him. We know his real name and we know what he looks like. Don't call him out, Moses McNeil. Just Moses McNeil on my phone. Exactly. I just didn't notice that. Um, right, we've got another um, long-term list. I'm telling you, there's a fucking queue tonight, man. It's great fun, this, isn't it? The only thing is, is we should. I feel as though I need to put a wee message into Nicole and say, you, you've got a telly for the studio, which is great. But I can't really see any of the comments. See if you could get a big fucking plasma or a big screen that could come down. That would be fantastic. As I said, I've, I've, I've got my contacts in there. I can't even bloody read it. Or oh, Fred says, just put your glasses on. <laughs> maybe. You're so vain. <laughs> maybe. maybe. Um, <laughs> we have someone who has been at every single live show that we've done and also tunes in every week. Ryan Bar, how are we doing, mate? All right, mate. How are you yourself? Ah, not bad, mate, not bad. Listen, it's a pleasure to speak to you again, mate. Just want to get your thoughts firstly on Saturday night and how you enjoyed the show and also the the run-in for the, the champions going for 56. I thought, I thought the show was brilliant as always, guys. Uh, it's funny you tell to you or the story about his country compatriot. <laughs> The Fraser Heard story. Fraser Heard, I have no, te- I've no <laughs> felt Geo in that yet, but I will. Yeah. Oh, brilliant, Geo. Uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm just having a look there uh, before I come on with regards to like, the top six. Yes. And who at current minute who we're going to play? Right. It looks to me well at the minute the top the, the sixth spot is taken by. Livingston. So when I looked there, I also had a look to see who or where we played the last time we played each team. Yep. And we played Livingston at Ibrox, I believe. Yep. I think, looking at it, we played four teams away and one team at home. As it stands, but I believe I think it says you need to have nineteen games home and away. Yep. So one of the games will need to be changed. Yeah. Because we'll have more away games than we than we will have home, and I have no idea. Well, you can take Celtic at the equation. Aye. Because Celtic, there's no chance they want to play on the Ibrox three, three times in one season. So That's, it's going to be between Hibs, Hearts, and Livy then? Hibs, Hearts, I. Hibs, Hearts, and Livy. Because usually it's Aberdeen we get sent to three times, but of course Aye. they're shite, so they don't make the top six. <laughs> um, they're in a, rele- a relegation battle. <laughs> <laughs> We're playing bottom six pointless football for the rest That's of the ha- season. <laughs> Here, how, how good a season would that be if we won the league and Aberdeen got relegated in the same season? Oh. What about that? <laughs> the things like that to me. I know. Right, who do you see as a key player for us um, in the running? Well, genuinely, I've been at both Dundee games. I don't see what folks see. Sunday, there, I don't see what folks see. Sakala. Sakala right. both got and called. Yep. For, for, for me, especially. Because um, some, I think, like Bassey, 
is going to be a keep. I think keep him in the running. I don't think Borna should see should see us now. Yeah. The end of the season. That that's just me. Yeah. I, and I think you're back for no nothing against Big Phil. I think you're back for from now until the end of the season is Bassey, Goldson, Ballard and Tal. Mm-hmm. There's not many men that would disagree with that to be fair. No, no, no. For me that Bassey, Ballard, Bassey, Goldson, Ballard and Tav, Jack, Lundstrom. And yeah, then just... I would and then I would play Kane Lowry and Aribo and then up front with the with the buff. Yep. Yep. I don't think there would be many mate that would disagree with that, especially on the back line to be fair. Um, I do think if Ramsey can get a few minutes for Wales well, as far as I'm concerned, as far as I can see, I'm not watching the game tonight, of course, because I'm watching you guys. Uh, yes. Ramsey's running the show. Mm-hmm. Ramsey's running the show against for Wales. See, um, mate, you've seen him up close, obviously, the last two games against Dundee. Um, mm-hmm. I think the fitness is returning with the more minutes he gets. I think mm-hmm. he showed, as I said, for 10 minutes on Sunday, he probably can do enough within a game to probably win us the game. Um mm-hmm. And not just he's not not just saying he's goal there, but again he has to be in the right place at the right time. That's no Alan McCoy's proved that's an art, that's no yeah. luck. Do you know what I mean? So it, it's from what I I spoke to Gio uh, with his Rangers. Yeah. With it being a Rangers podcast. Yeah. And I asked these my opinion is anyway, and I know it's football manager stuff, but if you've got a player like Ramsey or whatever coming up to fitness Play them, or you can play them in the Browns games, but in between, first team games, 45, 60, 75, and then the 90. Yeah. That, that's the way I would do it anyway. Yeah. But I, I've seen this in social media talk, but I haven't just seen this before I come on now. Alfredo Morello has been left out for these match day squad for Colombia again. Um, apparently, it's muscular overload but whatever that means uh, so to me I would get him in a plane back here I've, I've never had I've never had that but Joe's probably have muscular overload at some point in his life I'd imagine <laughs> <laughs> I've never heard of that in my life but I would just get him I would get Morelos back on the back on the plane and back him as ASAP Given Gio's the guns of the podcast, I think it's probably... <laughs> I have it all the time, mate. I get it all the time. <laughs> I was going to say, I get muscular with all the time, you know. <laughs> <laughs> See what Billy says, it is. it's true. Sorry, just had a wee flashback. We've gone from taking the ball out of Big Hedge to humping the Europa League odds on favourites. Did that actually happen? It did actually happen, Billy. You're right, we we knocked out Borussia Dortmund. Um and um, aye, it was great fun. <laughs> fantastic. Ryan, listen, I'm not going to keep you any longer. Thanks very much, mate, for coming on the podcast. Thanks, Thanks for Graham. all your Thanks, buddy. Ta-da. Ta-da. Cheers, Ryan. No problem at all, guys. Cheers, mate. Cheers. Bye-bye. Um, in there, Gio, uh, Del, in, you want to pick up there and what Ryan says. Quite interesting in regards to Sakala. Uh, a lot of people feel that way towards fashion Sakala. Yeah, he splits opinion, I think, but I think uh, he, he adds something. He added something on Sunday, whereas he, he provides energies. Listen, his final ball isn't the best, and he's raw. We know that, but 
Defenders don't know how to deal with him. I don't think he knows what he's going to do himself. <laughs> I think we, we, we had a piece out on him where he just causes chaos and there's an unpredictability about him, which um, which makes him... It, 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 it's hard to put pinpoint what, what, what he is, but he just provides something, a spark for Rangers at times. And, it, and mm-hmm. I think he did that on Sunday. Yes, he's frustrating at times, um, but he's, uh, he's, he's produced some really good moments, some goals as well, some important goals. Um, and I think he's got a big part to play in, in the running. Um, I think, I think he, he's decent over on that right-hand side. Uh, again, we're, we're talking about uh, if Roof can play over there, but I think Sakala will, will, will certainly get the nod in, uh, going forward. I, I don't know if he, I don't think he's a starter. I don't, don't think he's done enough in games to start games, but certainly from the bench, he can certainly impact games, and I think we'll see that more so. Going forward, but I, I'm 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 a fan of him. At the start of the season, I wasn't having them really, to be honest, until Fur Park happened, and then mm. I, I sort of was on board the Sakala train. And I think he just pro- provides something different for Rangers. And uh, I've got to say, I'm I'm a fan of him, and, and um, yeah, I think he's got a big role to play in the, the season going forward. But Ryan's team, I very much all for that team. I'd give Alex Lowry more a chance as well. I think we all seen his goal yesterday. It was two goals for Scotland yesterday. Um, I think the boy's something special. and not too sure who was at the B team at Ibrooks on Saturday as well. He was top class in that game as well, ran the show. So I'd be off for seeing more of him as well. Definitely. Alex Lowry, I think we've seen in the B team game, is really um, special. I, oh, wow. That kid's a player, man. Yeah, yeah. He's he was, a player. He was, he was heading shoulders with anything else in the park. Come in, John McCann. We had yeah. one extra caller to come on, but I kind of got hoarded. Big J. So we'll see if Jay will give Jay a couple of minutes and we'll see if he comes back. But just to reiterate, kind of what we said at the start about Bars for Bears and our breakfast bash, um, Ophan and Breakfast Bash, tickets on sale at that link there, running along the bottom of the page. Battlefeverpodcast.bigcartel.com. Get your tickets bought. A few tickets have been sold today, to be fair, quite happy with it. A few people inquiring about tables, etc., and and a few people asking about hotel rooms as well. So if you get in contact with the podcast, if you're wanting to, to get a hotel room or a table or something like that, you can DM us um, on any of our social social media platforms or you can email battlefeverpod.outlook.com um, and we should be able to answer the questions. Or, of course, if you look at the flyer that we've put on social media, you will see um, sounded like property boss here, didn't I? Social media. Social media. Social media. If you look at that flyer, you'll see Susie's number at the bottom mate, and you can also call Susie or text Susie and she will um, fill you in with all the details Paul what are you looking forward to with our breakfast bash because you see in the morning of an old firm game people have a ritual that they go through i.e. their arse never leaves the toilet right <laughs> oh, just two seconds while we line up L caller again a minute hold on um, so what's your ritual then for an old firm game because this is going to be different because we're obviously going to be live so we're going to be focusing on the show yeah we'll be watching for the team coming out the the, the geo's team selection etc we'll have live reaction to that we'll go into the crowd with the mic and people can give us their reaction here brilliant yeah so you know what, what, what no, my, my ritual's going to be yes um i will get up i will uh, probably have a cup of tea uh, get showered shaved dressed heading towards the, the hotel uh, i'm quite looking forward to having a, a, a roll and square slice um um, with a, with a, with a fried egg and top or something like that. You know? Oh, make sure you bust it though, in case it goes odd on your good range. Might have two, uh, some more tea, and then we'll just uh, hit the ground running. Uh, I don't actually, in all seriousness, I don't have any superstitions. I don't have any rituals. I just get up, uh, try not to cry through nerves, <laughs> um, and just just try and get on with my day. 
Um, I, I genuinely try and blank it, blank it out. I, don't, I try not to think about it. I think it. the pod will be good for us because I think it will take the focus, the focus from the game away, and it'll be like let's just put on a decent show for everybody who's yeah. paid money to come. And then as we're walking across the eyebrows, <laughs> your ass will collapse. Aye, basically we'll start crying then. I'm quite pleased you said we'll walk across eyebrows because before we came on the air, he said, what we'll do, Paul, is we will take hands and skip gaily across. <laughs> and I said, no, we won't. You've got a bad back. You need to watch your thing. Exactly. Uh, <laughs> we don't skipping. <laughs> um, so I, listen, I've got Jay on the line now. Jay is obviously on our long-term listening podcast. So how are we doing, Jay? I know bad. What's your thoughts, mate? The running. Who do we see as being the key, the key um, players uh, for us in the running? And also, how do you see it going? Uh, well, looking at our, our fixtures, I mean, look at them. Then look at Braga, St. Mirren, Braga again, then them again. What's the bets we get? Hibs the following week or them <laughs> in the post-season split. Yeah. What's the difference? That, that super computer. <laughs> yeah. What's the difference between them and Hibs anyway? <laughs> well, um, what a what doing name, isn't it? <laughs> but yeah, minute. Actually, we won't get them because Portis will be suspended, so they'll get them because they'll have a beaten defence, won't they? So they'll yeah. get them without Portis. And then we'll get them in the harder when they've got the full strength team. <laughs> but aye, aye, that, that super computer's, you know, very super and not 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 biased at all. It's not very staunch, but is it? Yeah. <laughs> no, wait, no. <laughs> Who do we see as being a key player for us in the running? Is there somebody that stands out for you that's going to be the man that wins us the title? Aaron Ramsey. He has his perform his performance the other the other day then brought us through that game. You could see there was there was times when he dragged us to, to certain parts and then he just ran out of gas towards the end. But he got the goal. Yeah. And he, he kind of had a hand on like pulling us up to that to that level. Yeah, definitely. Mate. I agree with that, and I've said that as well. He's, yeah. He started to to really drag the game by the scruff of the neck and drag us by the scruff of the neck towards I, that victory. I think it's just he had to get his fitness. He still has to get his fitness up to, to, to full speed. Um, he's starting to understand the geo style of play. Yeah, uh, learn the players on about him. It does take time. It doesn't matter if, if he's been here what six weeks. It does take time to settle into things. Also, different league, different country, different teammates. Yeah. You know, he's, he's yeah. going to different take time. Different style of pitch. Correct. Exactly. Different style of pitch. I mean, he's, he's used to playing on absolute bowling greens and he's playing in an absolute potty field. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> also, mate, you've got to take into the fact as well that he's standard. You know, you know, I've seen that before and he's puff either. So, um, you know, things like that are, are obviously going to going to take effect for us. So. Aye, aye, aye. Don't, don't get me started in referees. <laughs> no, let's no. <laughs> Battle fever after dark comes back out of retirement. <laughs> um, there's only one good gene, I tell you. His name's Mike McCurry. Um, <laughs> so, 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 mate, I'm hoping to see you at one of the three live gigs that we've got coming up, mate. Um, either the all-firm one or, in fact, Mo just made a cracking point there. She actually asked if MD's going to the breakfast batch who does not have a ticket for the all-firm game because there may well be a crowd of people who don't. What you could do is you could go to a pub and watch the game, watch the champions. I know that just down the road, was it called Star Bar? Is it just oh, down the road? It, it, it's showing it, and there's, there's a couple of just a really close proximity down there. They'll be they'll show the match. Or more, what you could do is you could bring a tablet device of some sort and charge people a fiver to watch the game on your tablet. <laughs> <laughs> lovely, jubbly, but a Del boy there. See that always making a bit of cash there. See that. Um, so 
Jay, anything else you want to add, mate? We won the league with four points. <gasps> In fact, even deserves. <laughs> just because the jingle's nice. I was wondering what the link was there. No, just because I liked four. it and it makes me happy. So that four. Made... The link is four. Oh, sorry. G4 points. All oh, right, I see. Sorry, I'm too slow. I'm just a giant. I'll have a chocolate for that. <laughs> <laughs> I'll give him a Thanks very much, G, for coming on the podcast, mate. And thanks for your support. Thanks, mate. Cheers. Thanks, Jay. Legend, mate. Right. Um, so that is, that is um, G. There, Jay's always in. He's now part of the, in fact, he was the founding member of the John Lundstrom Rangers Supporters Club. Um, <laughs> and I believe he's he's now taking applications because there's a few more people who want to join him. Um, so well done, he Jay. Done the, he done the wee uh, being a ranger segment with me as well, mate. So if you want to hear some more stuff from him, go and check it out. It's very good. Yep. Good guy. Really good guy. Definitely. Next week, we've got Ryan Dunbar's episode going out, haven't we? Mm-hmm. That'll be fun. Millions more lined up. Millions more. No. <laughs> and, and for those who are listening, Gio nodded. Gio nodded. Yeah. But, and he's got millions more lined up to go on being a ranger. So, millions. I don't know if Just put Gio on. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> just be me talking to myself. I just interview myself, fella. Gio, Gio, there is half the population that would just love listening to you talk. All female. Yeah. Um, basically, if you want to be on Gio's podcast, there is one simple thing that you have to do, and that is tell your story. Okay, so if you tell your story about being a ranger, Gio will... Did you hear that? Yeah, class, Gio... you, you, we get, we'll talk about your favourite kits, we'll talk about your favourite players. I love the kit bit because I, I love football kits and I love the I love the memories that they invoke. You know, I, for me, I love the the, the, the Cooper, the Sunus, the Ali McCoy's ones, the Haitley ones, the purple kits, the orange and blue. Brilliant, those stories are class. We'll talk about your favourite games, we'll talk about your favourite players, your favourite players from the past, your favourite players now. Brilliant. Good chat. 35, 40 minutes of talking about Rangers. What else could you want? Get in touch with the pod or get in touch with Gio directly and we will arrange to get you on being a Ranger. It is a fantastic show um, and I would love to hear from you. I think that's just about us summed up. I think I will play the jingle in full because we are in G4 Claims Podcast Studio. They do support the podcast an awful lot. Mm-hmm. And we love Nicole and all the team and Greg and everybody that goes with it. So keep one hundred percent of your claim. Keep claims. If you've been hurt in a road accident that wasn't your fault, you should really talk to G4 Claims first. Unlike road accident solicitors, we don't charge you for our services, which could see you better off. To keep a hundred percent of your compensation, have a chat with Nicole and the team. You'll be glad you did. Search online for G4 Claims. Keep 100% of your claim. G4 Claims. G4 Claims. There you go. Get in contact with the corner team. If you need any assistance and you've been involved in an accident, thank you very much to them, KGG Printing and now Bars for Bears for their love and support. Beer 52, we obviously have a wee um, special. special promotion going with them. So if anybody would like to go to beer52.com, there you go. You can see it there. Uh, Beer52.com forward slash battle to claim your first order of eight. Does that say eight? Aye. Uh, eight beer. free beers. Beer. And you only pay five, you pay six quid delivery. That's amazing. Brilliant. Outstanding. And the beers are great. So they're, they are, yeah. they're absolutely fantastic. Um, if Perfect Draft or MDLs is listening, we would accept 
um, promoting your product on the podcast and we would accept some free perfect draft machines. Shameless. <laughs> I know what we would because I would love to have one with one sitting over there and everybody here would love to have I one. I couldn't have one in my house. No, well, I'm a, no we, we just need one for every great. member of the pod. I'm going to need one to give away as well. So that'll, that'll do. We arrange your and we will place it here. I will carry it on my shoulder every week for you and just have it linked to my mouth and just go like this. Well, well that's a fucking bad. Like, there at the yeah. Simpsons, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> the person's been set by Manscaped. They sent us one each, didn't they? Well, it, well, hey, listen, Manscaped. When 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 we were all in that male grooming phase, when we were all inside, locked up through COVID and gone up the walls, and we used to go to the shower and and use our lawnmowers. <laughs> um, <laughs> yes, they did. They sent us one individually. Everybody won. So perfect draft. I think that's beer. Is it Beerhawk? Yeah, I think it's Beerhawk. If you're if you're watching, um, we would accept it, and we would try it on the podcast too, um, just to get the full effect. You know, we would have the whole. And we will promote the absolute shit right out of it. Mate, I will put an advert out every night if they want me to do that. I'll just walk around. I'll just walk around. Even if I'm not on the pod, I'll just walk around with one on my shoulder all the time. <laughs> if you just walk around the streets of Belfast house. carrying this big thing on the shoulder <laughs> like this here you'll get a three pint and a half geo <laughs> like a deranged alcoholic lunatic just walking around with a big beer keg on my shoulder <laughs> you're, you're like that anyway but without the beer keg on your shoulder exactly man <laughs> um, huge thanks to Geo and Del for joining us remotely in both Northern Ireland and down south respectively UK wide podcast. Down um, south of England, for... just in case anybody gets confused with the down south of Northern Ireland. Covering all corners of the, of the United Kingdom, <laughs> lads. That's it, that's it. Geo, good point, mate. <laughs> You're down south and I down south are two different things. <laughs> down south in England. Geo is sacked after Angel Review. Geo is, is coming, from a, coming from Northern Ireland live this evening. Aaron. Paul and myself and Fridge are here in sunny Wishaw. Does it sound as exotic, does it? No. But anyway, if you're from Wishaw, sorry about that. Um, <laughs> thank you very much, Paul. It's coming up here, mate, and, and putting up with the, the full setup and helping me put it up and stuff. Well, that's, that's, uh, it's always a pleasure to be here. I do enjoy it, and uh, it's good fun to set everything up. It's good fun to go back down and, and drive 30 miles back home. But uh, what I will say, that's, that's all fine now, apart from and there's bloody wood bugs to aim isn't there? Um, <laughs> that is I swear to God, Fletch, you, you might be bigger than me, but I'm going to hoof you about this studio when we go up here. Honest to God. Oh, we have about 100 viewers on there, it's just up to 40. <laughs> <laughs> no, but it's, uh, it, I, I put my music on my car nice and loud and just, uh, just bimble home. It's really good. No, it's, in all seriousness, it's, a, it's really good. It's good to be back in the studio. It's good to see everybody again. It's good to see Gio. It's good to see Dale. And it's good to see everybody else from the team as well. I really do enjoy it, and, it, and it, it's a labour love. I do it for everybody's watching because it's good fun. Correct, correct. Um, thank you very much to everybody in the chat for joining us this evening. Thanks to Moses McNeil, God rest his soul, Ryan Tenbarn, <laughs> <laughs> Robert Harron, and of course Jay for the Lundstrom Loyal for coming on. And listen, it's people offering themselves up for their views to, to put on, on the internet and YouTube, whatever you want to call it, in a podcast. It's actually a big thing today um, because you're leaving yourself wide open to people disagreeing with you and 
um, cancel culture and all that stuff as well. So thanks very much, lads, because without the contribution, the pod isn't really what it, what, what it can be. So thanks very much for that. Again, small blog, battlefieldpodcast.bigcartel.com. Go and get yourself a ticket for Sunday, next Sunday. It should be a great event. It should be a great day. Hopefully the result goes our way as well. And then we'll have a party at night to end all fucking parties, shall we say. Alec. Thank you very much. We shall see you next week. Next Thursday, we have Manic Manny on the podcast. Remember oh, when yeah. Stephen Gerrard was doing his press conferences when we played Braga the last time? Oh, yeah, the yeah, 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 yeah. We have Manic Manny, and we also might have River, St- River, City, River City star Stephen Puddick. <laughs> we are hopeful that that will be the case. Thanks very much. Have a wonderful weekend. Enjoy doing whatever you're doing. If you've got a Legends game, have an absolute blast. Um, and we shall see you next week. Hashtag keep the battle fever on. When I was a young boy, my father said to me, put this scarf around your neck and sing the blues with me. And now I am much older, there's a place I want to be. It's red faucet, it's beautiful, it's steeped in history. And I know what I'll find when the place comes alive. I got that battle fever coming over me. And I got butterflies and hurricanes shaking my body. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health-monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinarian-developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 